0: Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With us now is the Premier of Saskatchewan. Always have the, uh, the pleasure, it's always a pleasure to speak with uh, Premier Mole about what's going on in his province, in Western Canada, in this country, what the relationship is like between the different levels of government, the federal government, and the provinces, and what the issues are that matter. Premier, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. great uh, pardon me, Roy. Uh, how are you doing?
0: I'm, I'm just fine, thank you. I'm just disturbed by a story that we've been hearing about and learning about over the last number of days. I mean, we knew what was going on. We didn't know what the numbers were. And Ipsos Polling uh, did an exclusive poll for Global News, and found that 22% of Canadians are saying they are out of money, out of money, out of money. Uh, 28% of women, Premier, another 32% of Canadians, Daryl Bricker of Ipsos told us, fear that if uh, there's another increase in pricing, they will be at that same level of being out of money. And I took phone calls from people across the country talking about the distress they're feeling and uh, what they're experiencing as the dollars do not cover the expenses any longer um, it's not necessary to be this severe in Canada, is it, Premier? Don't we have natural resources that we could sell to countries that want our natural resources like Japan and Germany? Wouldn't that pump billions of dollars into our national treasury and help pay for services and maybe provide some tax relief or am I missing something?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think you're missing anything, uh... It's quite tragic, actually. the The results of that survey are should be disappointing for uh, every everyone in in our nation, and and I think in particular disappointing for uh, any of those of, and myself included in in leadership. But we have uh, every opportunity as uh, government leaders to do what we can to encourage, to foster, to attract investment into. Uh, into industries that um, we do well in. Um, And you're right, the industries that we do well in uh, ultimately are industries that produce goods, manufacture goods, uh, produce uh, energy goods, agricultural goods, uh, manufacture so many uh, various kinds of goods from automobiles to jets to trains to whatever it might be. And then we're an export-based economy. We provide those products to the uh, to, to other Canadians, to other folks in North America, and, and ultimately to the world, and and I, I think this is a time where our, our governments really need to focus on the industries that are creating that wealth for Canadians in in communities from from coast to coast to coast, um, and doing what they can to encourage investment, encourage the the strength of that economy, and ultimately uh, that is going to change the the. The numbers uh, in that in that particular survey and make a better life for Canadian families, which is what we're all elected to do. And I, I fear and I, I, I think that we we may not be a, as a nation, uh, you know, focusing on the things that are ultimately creating a better life for for that next generation.
0: Yeah, you were on my program, I think about three or four years ago, and Premier Higgs was on with you from New Brunswick, and he said we have to decide whether Canada is a nation or an ocean. And uh, those words come back to me from time to time. This is being one of those times. Premier, what about the economic projections for 2023 for Saskatchewan and Western Canada particularly?
1: Well, I think they're strong, uh, despite some of the challenges uh, that we're seeing and, and uh, some of the opportunities that, uh, quite frankly, are missed. And I, I think you've spoken about you know, one of those opportunities that has been missed, and that's the opportunity to um, ship a Canadian LNG to uh, a number of countries that have been here asking for it, but I think a number of countries that would also be interesting, interested in purchasing uh, that product. We have opportunities to expand our, our other energy products, our oil products in this province. So we have opportunities to expand uh, our, our value-added food production and provide that to the world provide food security and energy security to all of us in this continent and and, and across the uh, you know across the planet that we that we live on and so I think things are looking fairly strong uh, economically here in Saskatchewan at least and I dare say across uh, the, the prairie provinces for sure um, but that isn't to say that we don't have some challenges we have you know a federal government now talking about things like just transition after, uh, bringing in you know uh, uh, industry harming uh, policies like carbon taxation like the clean electricity standard like the clean fuel standard uh, all of these are are hindrances to uh, what ultimately that that economy can grow to and and we're feeling that in saskatchewan and saskatchewan is one of the areas that's identified in that that just transition document as being uh, disproportionately impacted by by such a policy and I I really am concerned that we're following uh, down the same path that the European Union has in not valuing uh, energy security for, for our residents, thereby probably sacrificing to some degree our potential food security in the future. And I'd say it's it's been proven in the, in the European Union to be a, a mistaken path and a path that uh, they they most certainly uh, should have at least kept energy security at the decision-making table um, and we're heading down that very same path here in Saskatchewan. So it's disappointing, um, but despite uh, a number of those policies, and um, us in this province have a, a number of policies in, in effect and legislation in effect to combat um, some of those policies, I think the future looks bright for Saskatchewan.
0: Yeah, Saskatchewan First Act. Um, I want to ask you about that in a minute. Let me just Let me just ask you this. So you have the Prime Minister of Japan, The Chancellor of Germany, they come to Canada physically, personally. And they come here with one objective, and that is to, as I understand it, I think as most of us would believe to understand it, they come here with the objective of securing LNG um, exports, what they need as powerful economic countries and as allies. And they essentially get the old football huddle pat on the bum, see you later. Um, we'll give you some, but no, no assurance that they're going to get what they need and what they came to Canada for. At the same time, if we sell them what they require, what the world requires, when we have an abundance that can only help our economy, help our social programs, help fund our healthcare system, which is under massive stress. I don't for the life of me understand, premier logic does not apply here. At least I can't find it for the decisions that are being made in Canada I asked you this before. Am I missing something again?
1: No, what an awful error in judgment we've made. The, that uh, would expand uh, the most one of the most sustainable uh, LNG uh, energy producing regions in the world, which is uh, in 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 Canada. Whether it be on the the eastern seaboard or whether it be. Um, in in some of the Prairie provinces and into British Columbia, we we produce some of the most sustainable product that you can find on earth, and that's why uh, we have always said that the world should be accessing more Canadian product, and Canadian governments and and provincial governments should be doing everything they can to uh, encourage that investment and to. Uh, provide that sus- comparatively sustainable product uh, to the world. And so what a what a uh, an error judgment uh, we made in not uh, saying certainly uh, we can do that. Here are the folks that are in this industry. Let's organize a roundtable and figure out how we're going to get it to you and we will do what we can on the regulator- regulatory front as the Canadian government uh, to provide our allies uh, with energy from Canada so that they have energy security and trading with a friendly nation like we are. Um, and ultimately, um, answering that very first question you had asked is, is to provide uh, for better jobs, for more higher, higher paying jobs if, to Canadian people that are literally living in communities right across this, this nation. And so uh, a, a tremendous error in judgment in not uh, just simply saying, yes, certainly uh, we will do what we can to, uh, to, to provide you uh, with whatever you need, whether it be LNG, whether it be comparatively sustainable oil products. Uh, or ultimately whether it even even be some of the other manufactured goods or agricultural products that we provide. And into the future, um, we're here with uh, rare earth elements that we are processing and providing to the world as well. And so Canada has a tremendous role to play in this, and this was a, a misstep.
0: So, Premier, when we talk about just transition, which was supposedly this marvelous plan that was going to have more green jobs and people available to do them, and then the issue of fertilizer, uh, which is core to everything economically going forward in Saskatchewan, and uh, the decision made by Ottawa, do I have this correctly, it was not made based on scientific uh, research?
1: No, of course not. And it, it wasn't made on on uh, what your caller was uh, as well. I don't know where Eric is farming in Canada, but if he's in the Prairie Provinces, uh, He's he's already producing uh, the the most sustainable food that you can find on Earth. Uh, um, He he said it takes 50 litres of diesel fuel for, uh, I believe it was an acre of wheat uh, to be heated and and harvested. Um, Well, our our Saskatchewan canola and wheat are are produced with a 65% lower carbon content than any of their competitors around the world. If Eric's growing field peas, uh, that number increases to 92% lower. And so um, my question is, and my question for, for, for your callers and, and all Canadians is, is, is if these are the numbers, um, if we're already producing the most sustainable food in the world, using the fertilizer levels that we are, and it's expensive, so folks are careful with where they put it, um, using, the, uh, using the, uh, the the figures that we have, what are we trying to transition to? Are we trying to transition to purchasing our food from uh, uh, somewhere else in the world, thereby sacrificing our food security? Are we trying to uh, um, transition to purchasing uh, food that has a much higher carbon content in it than what we're already producing or what Eric is producing uh, here in in Canada today? And so, you know, my question is, 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 what are we trying to transition to? And my second question is, what is the cost? What is the economic cost in in transitioning away from our, our Canadian heat products, whatever they might be, um, and uh, which in many cases are the most sustainable products that we can access on Earth? And so, the, the whole notion of, of transitioning uh, is uh, ridiculous uh, at its very at its very beginning, and uh, it brings back to me the, the comment you said at the beginning uh, that our, that my colleague, Premier Higgs, had said uh, three years ago, I think you said he, he mentioned, uh, you know, we really need to think about whether we are a nation, and I would say that we are, and we're a global leading nation, uh, or, or are we a notion? And, and if we go down uh, these these policy paths, the same policy paths that have proved to be uh, quite destructive uh, in the European Union, um those, those are notional uh, paths that we just simply shouldn't take.
0: No. I was, while you were talking, I was thinking, well, maybe we're trying to transition to Europe, but we don't want to do that because they're in serious trouble. Premier, I don't know what happens to the, um, I don't know what happens to the trust between levels of government. If these sorts of things are going on that we found out about laterally over the last number of weeks at Canada— how, how does the how does the conversation go forward? How does the trust factor get established and get sustained? I, I don't know how that happens. And I, and and let me just segue here. Did, do you have it? Oh, here here's. Uh, let me play this for you. Uh, Tom just found it, Premier. This is what uh, Premier Higgs said on this program.
1: It makes you wonder if our if if Can is a nation or a notion.
0: There it is. Premier of New Brunswick, after attending his first uh, premier's meeting with the prime minister, makes him wonder whether Canada is a nation or an ocean. Um, I forgot what my question was now. Oh, yeah. So the, the trust the, the, that has to exist to a certain level in any relationship, you're about to embark in a new uh, series of talks with the federal government, the provinces are, on funding health care. How does that go forward?
1: Well, I I think we have to always uh, work on an issue-by-issue basis, and there's many opportunities that we have to work with the federal government, healthcare being one of them, their environmental policy uh, not being one of them. As I mentioned earlier, we've introduced the Saskatchewan First Act uh, that will protect uh, Saskatchewan industries from these notional uh, policies, including just transition that the federal government uh, is indicating they want to move forward with, which will cost jobs, which will uh, transition us to higher carbon uh, products and sacrifice our energy and food security. And so we're we're having none of that uh, in Saskatchewan. Uh, we will uh, utilize the Saskatchewan First Act wherever we can to protect uh, uh, our, ultimately our Canadian energy and food security and our jobs here within this province. However, uh, when it comes to uh, discussions around you know, how do we move forward to powering uh, the next generation with things like rare earth elements? Saskatchewan is also a leader there, and we'd like to work closely with the federal government on that. And when it comes to the, the crisis that uh, we are all uh, experiencing uh, as Canadians, and, and I think in other areas of the world as well, in our, our health care facilities, uh, we, we want to work closely with the federal government on how provincially delivered health care is being funded. All provinces, uh, Saskatchewan included, is making every effort to do a, a number of things and investing uh in people and ultimately people is what we need coming into our healthcare care
0: center so now we need the better i apologize i've done my usual thing i'm not paying attention to the yeah. clock and i'm way out way over if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites